Hello and welcome to another episode of Chamber Chatter. This is Chamber CEO Ashley DeMuth here for another episode. Uh, Before we get started today, we'd like to thank our podcast sponsors, the University of Wisconsin Stout, Wisconsin Credit Union, again, and as always, two incredible community change agents, and we are so thankful for their support. Uh, Today I have a special guest with us, kind of sweet buddies. I mean, you're right down the hall from us now, Um, but I'd like to go ahead and welcome Jackie Hunt uh, from State Farm Insurance. Jackie, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me, and it is nice come being down the hallway, especially when it's below zero. Oh, yeah, I know, right? It's just the walk on the inside. <laughs> it's helpful. And this is your first podcast yes, that you've it is. done, so that's always exciting. Some people have said, you know, oh, I've been on the radio or I've been on TV, but they, they don't have to see our faces. I mean, of course you want to see our faces, and if you want to, you can always go to the website to check that out, but um, I am so thrilled to be able to talk with you a little bit about insurance, what sets State Farm apart, um, about you and your journey as well, so let's just go ahead and dive right in and start there. So, Jackie, um, how long have you been with State Farm, and how long have you been in the insurance industry? I've been in the insurance industry since, well, 41 years, basically. And I worked as a team member for 17 years, and now I've been an agent with State Farm for 25 years here in Menominee. Very nice. And, and you're very recognizable. I mean, obviously, it's Jackie Hunt State Farm. Yes. So. Yep. And State Farm is, is well known in the state of Wisconsin, especially because I'm going to say the name, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers commercials, Mahomes, all the different things. So people are seeing that really as a national brand. Um, but it, what folks may not realize is that there are local offices for State Farm as well. Um, can you talk with us a little bit about how your local agency tailors its services to meet the needs of your specific clientele? Sure. There's about 19,000 State Farm offices. Wow. We're all a little bit different, kind of like McDonald's. Um, and everybody generally runs the daytime shift. Some have evenings and weekends. In ours, we aren't an 800 number. So we don't want people, you know, we are in a call center, we're human. Um, There's eight of us now that I employ. I started with me and then I hired one and then the next. So we currently have eight of us in the office and it's been a great journey, but it's, it's personal. So when people used to say, hey, we have to come into the office, we do stuff by phone. Now there's faxing, there's emailing, there's there's video appointments for people. So we try to be as convenient for our customers as possible. And insurance, in terms of like the services that you offer for folks, it's not just car insurance, right? Can you talk with us a little bit about the scope of the insurance project or products that you offer? Absolutely. There's Everybody thinks of auto and house when they think yeah. of State Farm, or for sure car insurance. And uh, But in, in addition to that, we have ATVs and UTVs, renter's insurance, farm's insurance, business insurance. What a lot of people don't realize is we also have Medicare supplements for people that are 65 and older or disabled under the age of 65. We have life insurance. We have annuities uh, for lifetime income. We have mutual funds. I've, we've partnered with Humana, so we offer Medicare Advantage plans and prescription drug plans. We partner with U.S. Bank, so we have deposit products. We partner with Rocket Mortgage, so I can do home loans. And Lightstream um, Company, which is any type of personal loan. You want ten grand and you want it in two days, we apply and, and make it happen I if you qualify. I was that it was that large of a portfolio. What would you say is your your most utilized service? Property and casualty, so the auto and the fire renters type thing, because people know that. And then as we branch out to cover their mortgage, um, we do more like the life insurance to cover the mortgage and that type of thing to keep the family in their home. Wow. 
Well, and when you were talking uh, a minute earlier about, you know, the growth journey of your state farm organization, uh, eight people, I mean, that's, that's, that's a tremendous growth from just having yourself and then growing into that eight. Are your team members skilled in each of those individual areas? Are they kind of comprehensively trained? What does that look like from a staff skill set standpoint? They're all a little bit different, so that makes it another challenge. Everyone in the office is property and casualty licensed, which is auto and fire insurance um, through the state of Wisconsin. You have to actually do a certification course, take an exam, pass the exam, and then every year do continuing education. In addition to that, then you do the state farm courses and get certified there So we to produce our product, to sell our products that we have or that state farm is partnered with. The, there's several of us then that do the um, life insurance and health insurance extra licensing, and then the mutual fund and stuff and rocket mortgage, I generally take care of that at this point. So it sounds like there's almost a continuous education um, mindset, right? You, you have to be. If those licenses or things need to be updated on an annual basis, you're always staying up to date with growing changes in policies and procedures and such. Absolutely. That's, I, I mean... That's pretty intense. It can be intense, right? But ultimately, you're better serving your clients when you're most up to speed. Sure. And not everybody offers every product, but we try to offer everything that State Farm has available and all of our partnered companies. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, with your with your staff being as skilled that they are and yourself as well, that expertise comes into play um, with helping people identify what's best for them. What are some of the common mistakes that people make when they're leaning into different insurance avenues. We, and I use this regularly in my office, we treat insurance like kindergarten because it's it can be complicated and you can use all kinds of complicating words. However, if I tell you, hey, do you want comprehensive? You're going to look at me like I have green air. If I say, hey, <laughs> what is that? You know, comp's going to cover if you run into a deer or if your windshield breaks, do you want that coverage or not? And collisions, we explain what the coverage means and what the cost is. Often clients will say, oh, I paid off my car, so I need to take off my liability. I'm like, no, liability is if you run into somebody. If you paid off your car, you can take off your comp and collision, which cover your car for deer and trees and wind and hail and things, but you may not want to because you're, you might hit a deer and you still might want money. This is Wisconsin. We've all hit a deer, right? Multiple. I hit a few a year. Okay. I haven't hit any, but I've seen lots of the deer crossing, but in my three mile trek to the office. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, Common pitfalls with insurance. You know, like you were saying, you're not a 1-800 number. People can call. They can reach out to you. There's There's a direct line for folks who are your clients to become educated on that. Are people tending to be more overinsured or underinsured than they need to be? Most are underinsured, and most of it's by default because they don't know. And a lot of people want to do it online. Um, mm. Things we see people skipping that just they don't realize is like renter's insurance when they start renting, and all of a sudden you cause you're making something on the stove. I pay for more grease fires than I have fingers. No kidding. And they burn the building down. And the landlord's insurance builds the building, but guess who they send the bill to? The person that started the fire, right? And renter's insurance for 10 bucks a month or 15 bucks somewhere in there, covers all of that. So people forget their $2,000 of contents, which really isn't worth much, right? 
But these renters' policies and house policies have a hundred thousand to a million dollars of liability, and they're so inexpensive for ten bucks a month. Heck, you can't even get a pizza for ten bucks. No, you cannot. A cup of coffee, barely. Right. A cup of good coffee, barely. Um, so when when we're talking about like the renters' insurance or different things, I mean automobile insurance is the same. You can scale that to your need. You know, so a lot of people I've come to realize, and this was something that our insurance agent talked about once upon a time, right? Keeping a list of your assets, knowing what you have and, and being able to supply that to an insurance company. Do you see that a lot of people aren't cataloging their things for renter's insurance? Is that a regular occurrence? They aren't, and it's not required. Okay. However, I've been through lots of fires in my 25 years in agency. And I literally will show a client a piece of paper and say, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get a blank piece of paper or an electronic spreadsheet and a pen. And we're going to say, what's in your house? You're going to remember you had a stove and a refrigerator and a bed. TV, right? Like, but yeah. what's in your cupboard? What's in your closet? Mm. So normally I would recommend standing in each room and taking a picture. One oh, one direction and one the other. Nobody cares if your plates have stars or stripes. <laughs> But you got to put them on the list. Right. So right. It, it makes it a lot easier. And some of those things that are out of sight, out of mind, you know, like ladies, don't forget your jewelry. Correct. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And your Christmas Absolutely. decorations. Oh, your yeah. And your tools in the garage. Oh, the tools. Yeah. Oh, and the stuff in the basement. The list could go on, Jackie. It can. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really, it's that would be something, a smart knowledge nugget for our, for our friends who are listening of really just, if you have questions about how you can be best covered, reach out. Just call your insurance folks and, and really be asking those questions and finding out the best practices for cataloging that. So definitely some current, you know, some mistakes and making sure that you have the right coverage is something that's really important. And that also helps you really secure the best rate, right? People are out there and, and sometimes they're looking for that bottom dollar number. And, and for folks who are online, they're scanning out just saying, you know, I just want this as cheap as I can be and not really looking at some of those details. So what advice do you have for individuals or businesses who are seeking the most competitive rates without compromising that coverage that we were just talking about? Well, sometimes they don't know they're compromising it, right? Yeah. So they're going to go online and they're going to pick the state minimums for liability and they're going to pick a $100 deductible if they hit a deer. And actually, they should be doing completely opposite and picking higher liability if you run into a two-year-old to have more coverage if you hurt somebody or something and maybe a little bit higher deductible. Because if you had to pay $500 if you hit the deer versus 100 the difference in premium could get you a couple hundred thousand more in liability. Which could be, I mean, life-changing. Life-changing. Life, or, or very detrimental. And we see it daily. That's terrifying. And that's what we do. We're not an 800 number. And if you call and say, hey, I want the least expensive, and I'm like, okay, let's get you better liability. What do you have to lose? What do we need to protect? And then maybe can you afford $500 or $1,000 deductible instead of having a $200,000 bill because you hit a kid? Which we hope never happens, but you want to make sure that you're covered on the just-in-case. Correct. Accidents are called accidents because you're not anticipating them. Correct. So we, you had referenced, Jackie, state minimums. Can you explain what you meant by that? The state of Wisconsin requires you to carry $25,000 of liability per person and 50000 per accident and 10000 property damage. How many cars do you know out there that are worth more than 10000 well, a 1988 Toyota Camry at this point is worth $10,000. Oh, right. And, and, <laughs> In today's market. And that's what people don't realize. So if you hit me, you know, you got to fix me and my car. 
So just really being in tune to that and, and aware that there are those state minimums there. And obviously, like when people are thinking about the different, you know, you had said, oh, well, I paid off my vehicle, so I want to cancel my liability. There's a lot of misconceptions about insurance. Um, what are some of the common myths or misconceptions that people have outside of that? And how can you clarify or debunk that to help clients make the most informed decisions possible? Well, some people think um, insurance covers everything, and it doesn't. It's not made to cover everything. It's not a maintenance policy. Back in the 80s, now I'm dating myself again, the insurance would cover things that were more maintenance related, but now things are more sophisticated, right? And insurance roofs are a great example. If your roof is a 25-year roof and it's about 15 years old, the 25-year roof in Wisconsin isn't really made to last 25 years. It's kind of a national average. But we have things like ice around here and those types of things. Tornadoes. And tornadoes. But if your roof gets ripped off from a tornado, it is covered. No matter how old the roof is, we're going to get you a roof, a new roof on the house. But if it's maintenance and it's just peeling up, we aren't going to replace your singles because they're old. We aren't going to paint your house because the paint faded. So you need to do the maintenance things. Um, other misconceptions is water damage, the biggest, one of the biggest things we have. So inside of your home, for instance, if your dishwasher leaks all over the floor and you come home, or your washer hose breaks, we, we pay for those claims all the time. You come home and there's water all over your floor. Oops, something happened. That's generally covered. If outside water comes into your house, generally that's not going to be covered because that's going to be flooding of some type. It rained too quick. It thawed too quick. It, it came in a seep or a hole or a crack or a seam. You can't get coverage for that. It's not even available in Wisconsin. Hmm. So outside water, if it comes through a septic, sump pump, sewer drain, there's endorsements you can add, but otherwise it's not covered. So what do you mean by endorsement? You can purchase an endorsement that says, hey, water came in. So if you called me and said, Jackie, there's water in my basement, the very first question I'm going to ask is, do you have any idea how it got there? What does it smell like? Yeah, what does it smell like? <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you live in town, for instance, so I lived in town and all of a sudden went down the stairs and we had 1,100 square feet of carpet under an inch of water. Turns out that was a bad idea. It happens though, right? Yes. And we were all home. So we raced down and the sump pump in my basement couldn't keep up. And it was a 2003 house, so it's not like it was, you know, forever old. The sump pump couldn't keep up and the water came across the carpet and made, made it got damaged. And, and those are the, everybody's nightmare scenario, right? Correct. Like you, you come home and there's, again, something that's an accident is not something that's anticipated. And the the best way that you can arm yourself is really understanding your insurance policy. Absolutely. Um, reviewing it on an annual basis, right? Not just letting it go by the wayside. That's almost a working document. It's For a business, it's no different than a strategic plan document. You should be pulling it out every once in a while, understanding when you make large purchases, if you have homeowners or renters insurance or even car insurance, right? Making sure that you have the adequate coverage that you need on a regular basis. Every year or two years at the most. And so from an education standpoint, Jackie, um, you know, calling and talking to the folks in your office and educating themselves in that way, um, can you talk with us a little bit about are there any resources on your website or how else can people educate themselves um, when leaning into your agency? Uh, State Farm provides all kinds of documents. They can always email, call, or stop in. We have 
a plethora of information to educate them. But when we sit down and go through it, we go through your very specific situation. Because what you need might be something completely different than what your neighbor needs. Individualized. Individualized. It's very, yeah, and insurance can be, I mean, it's a very personal thing. It's a, it's a personal matter for sure. Um, one of the ways, obviously, you were talking about the, the website, the documentation. I'm sure that there are videos and different things out there. But technology really is changing the landscape of all businesses, especially within insurance. How is State Farm, the Jackie Hunt agency, leveraging technology to enhance that customer experience and really streamline the insurance process? We're encouraging people to use the website. I mean, State Farm has an app that you can file claims, you can see your coverages, you can know if you have towing, you can pay bills, you can see if the bill is due, you can see your mutual fund balance. And when you connect with us, we, we can help you through that. We can give you all the information and we're always willing to do it by phone or in person as well, just to make it easy. So all of the avenues. I mean, yeah, you just make it easy. I was unaware that there was an app and that you could file claims on there, but you're putting it in people's fingertips. They have the tool, right, that they can be filing timely claims or getting that information 24-7. Right, and then we're notified. If you do something on your app, because we know you're going to do it wrong most of the time, or at least part of the time, no (laughs) offense, then we're notified, and then we call and say, no, 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 you don't want to do that, and here's why. Or if you had a claim, we're going to call and say, hey, we're going to help you follow up, and here's what we're going to do. But that's really the importance of also establishing a relationship with your agent, right? They, they have your back. Correct. They're, you're constantly watching out for the people that you're working for. Right. In all reality. So you're, you're not just an insurance provider, Jackie. I know we've, we've seen you out in the community. You're really engaged in different ways. You support the community. Can you share some of the examples of how your agency actively does support the community and really contributes to local organizations and, and how you and your team engage? Yeah, Dunn County is a great community. I mean, I grew up in Chippewa Falls, so just 30 minutes from here, and we believe in giving back a community. We live in this community. I live three miles from my office, so it, it, we're around all the time. And when we first started back in 1999 as agency, it's like, you know what? We have budgeted dollars, and that had to go in billboards and phone books and newspaper and all those types of things. Now we don't need to do that. People know who I am and that type of thing. So we take that budgeted money. Our newest thing, we're involved in some of the big clubs like Free Clinic and Community Foundation and all that. But my husband's been in education for 30 years at CVTC. He came up with a fantastic idea and has taken care of it uh, for our office for cash back for schools. Oh, So he uh, wrote up a grant and sent it out to all the schools in Dunn County. And we thought, okay, we're going to get 10 people that are going to be interested. Turns out we got 56. Pleasantly surprised. (laughs) Pleasantly surprised. Um, Thank God he's going through all the applications and dealing with it. And so we took $4,000 and gave eight grants of $500 each to the schools. And then I applied for a grant from State Farm and they matched it. Wow. So we had $8,000 in the hands of 16 teachers at 500 bucks a piece. And it was fun because as we went around and met with the teachers, one of them bought um, skeletons. We saw the skeletons and they put different colored clay. So like the orange clay is going to be the muscles and then they're going to have clay for the digestive system and that type of thing. Art supplies tonight at Wakanda. I'm going to be over there with our grandson who is part of the fifth grade and they're doing a national parks exhibit. That's what they spent their 500 hours on. So we're super excited about that. They have ukuleles. We have orf instruments. We have swim gear. Some kids come to school in their normal swimsuit. Yeah. Some don't have goggles. Um, a cricket machine. The middle school is making a maker space. 
um, floor pads, whiteboards. It's it's amazing what the school system needs. Yeah, you know, and it, it's really interesting that you mentioned that because we recently did a podcast with Dr. Joe Zaidowski from the, the district administrator here in Menominee, and the schools need additional support, right? And a lot of time teachers are spending even some of these, they're going out and purchasing things on their own, we know we've heard. Um, so props to you and your husband for, for doing that, and obviously the, the turnout was much more tremendous than you anticipated. Correct. Yeah, we plan on continuing that. I like that. Well, Jackie, thank you for all that you do for the community, because I think that that really also creates a culture within your office environment in building that and being able to mentor even some of those emerging professionals, letting them know about how important that is to be engaged in their local community. Absolutely. We love it. And it we it, love it here. Menominee's great, isn't it? It is. It's so <laughs> wonderful. Um, so looking ahead as we wrap up here, so last question for you, Jackie. What trends do you see emerging in the insurance industry? And how is State Farm, through local agencies like yours, adapting to those changes? Customers are gonna, they, they want things faster. So they want quoting faster, like in three seconds or three minutes. Instant gratification. Yeah, they want their quote taken care of so we can now run auto quotes in three or four minutes. It used to take 10 or 15. Um, we're putting select service shops in place so they can, instead of going and getting two, three, four estimates when you hit the deer, now it's like you can go in and they can take a camera video of your car, send it off to claims. We have chosen our office, it's a little bit of a big animal, but I love it dearly, is I have a checkbook that I can write claim checks up to 10000 bucks. It takes a lot of extra time, but I would rather take care of your smaller claims. If you hit a deer and it's four grand or six grand, take care of it, give me an estimate, and I hand you a check. I mean, think about it. It's easy. And we and we we take the time to take care of our clients, and that's pretty that's important to us. And that's that's such great customer service. Absolutely. I, I I've wow. I, I was unaware of that. that. That and that sets you apart. It does. It really truly sets you yep. apart. Okay, I lied. So not the last question. Um, so you've been in insurance for 41 years. 41. So you started when you were five. 17. <laughs> no, now we all know how old I am. <laughs> um, but really, what what has been the largest change from when you first started until now? I think the technology piece. I think, you know, back in the day, in the 80s, we did rate quoting by an auto manual and you folded it open autos or house or car whatever it was and a calculator and times it all out on a piece of paper now you hit a button on a computer and magically here's a price and it's data driven so what people don't realize is it's not like you know my escape sitting in the parking lot it's like the same price for for you and i it depends on your characteristics and your insurance scoring so there's more data involved um, which makes it more complicated so you do need the computer system to do it and it's not easy to say what's the price if I buy these 10 cars we actually have to price it out but they're quicker now yeah well and and the human nature has changed so much and I think that we have more material things than we used to as well so that really probably complicates things in a way Mm -hmm. so what haven't I asked Jackie is there anything else that we should know the biggest thing is to pay attention I mean just Take an hour of your year and ask questions of your insurance agent. You know, have a, have a human contact if you can. Some people like an 800 number, and that's perfect. And some people want to do it on their own, and you can as long as you know what you're doing. But most people don't, maybe. We see a lot of people will start the application or start the quote online. Very common. 
and we're okay with that. And then they stop and say, you know what, I think I want somebody to maybe help me. Mm. And that's perfect. It's a blended thing. You start with what you think you want, and we're going to pick up right where you left off because we can see it. So in the system, it's all integrated. So you can start, I can pick it up in the morning or at night or whenever, and we run through the rest of the quote and get you what you actually need, not what box you think you may have clicked for whatever reason. So a hybrid communication model in a sense. Absolutely. So Jackie, for folks to get a hold of you, how can they reach you? Um, You can stop in the office, you can call us, you can email us, you can fax us. Um, we're, We're like everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> and your, your phone number and your website. My phone number's on my website. It's very easy. It's Jackie at JackieHunt.com um, is, our, is our email. We, we're just easy to get a hold of. We're human. We're easy. We're flexible in scheduling if we need to be. We're, we're part of the community that our people are part of. Well, Jackie, thank you for being part of our community, and thank you for joining us for today's podcast. Um, We will drop Jackie's phone number and website as well. Um, So if you're watching this podcast, you can find that information where you click to find it on the Chamber of Social Media and our website. But Jackie, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for all that you do for your clients as well as for the Menominee area. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Have a good day.